Hello and welcome to Wellbeing with Manny in conversation with. What we listen to and hear throughout the day can shape how we feel. If we feed and nourish our soul with wholesome conversations from everyday people, filled with positivity and stories that people can relate to, you may feel less alone and even inspired. We're all working through stuff and sometimes you need to hear conversations that have failures, successes and everyday struggles. Wellbeing with Manny in conversation with is listening to others talk about how they have journeyed through life so far, including some top tips for you to take away. Welcome back to Wellbeing with Manny in conversation with. Thank you so much for your time today. Today is going to be absolutely gorgeous because we are with the gorgeous Lucielle Cliff. Hi, Lucielle. How are you? Hi, Manny. I'm really well. How are you, my darling? Yeah, I'm really good. Thank you. Happy to be with you here today. Can I have a lovely Me too. <laughs> um, <laughs> before we, um, before Lucielle introduces herself, what I'd love to say is that Lucielle and I connected over the virtual world, as so many of us have done, um, over lockdown. And for me, it's one of the best friendships that I've created over the last couple of years. And and it's a lovely thing, really, because um, we were just saying before that social media does get a bad rap, doesn't it? And, you know, there are a lot of things about social media that can be really tricky. Um, people just tend to edit the the highlights of their life and put that on as their life show reel but for you know for some of us we make real connections that feel really true and we feel really lifted by those people so that's why I'm so excited to have you here today so yeah just if you meet people online and you don't know whether that's true or not it really is I think it is anyway that's how I absolutely I couldn't agree more yeah um (laughs) so Lucy I'll just tell us a little bit about yourself Okay, well, hi everyone out there listening and watching. I'm Lucy Alcliffe and I'm a musical theatre performer. I'm also a fierce and fabulous Gemini. (laughs) I am a wife, I am a sister, I am an aunt, and I am a when I really need to be a very, very positive and influential soul. Yeah, and that's one of the major reasons that I wanted to get you on to um, the Wellbeing with Manny in conversation with, because I think by just looking at your Twitter posts alone, you you lift other people, you're so positive, and so just having a little dose of that today for our listeners and watchers will be amazing. Um, so oh, I always, you. you're welcome, I always start with the question, what does well-being mean to you? Well-being means everything to me. I think it helps you mentally as well as physically because whatever's going on in your mind at the time can really impact you physically. And well-being, I think, is very much about your confidence um, also in yourself and being true to yourself and promising yourself certain things and actually going through with it. So if you say to yourself, right, I'm going to go for a lovely walk today, or I'm going to go for a run, I'm going to go for a a workout, and then you don't end up doing it, nine times out of 10, you feel a bit awful later in the day, because your body knows, hey, you said you were going to do that, and you didn't do that in the end, so I'm not feeling great. Mm -hmm. Um, 
well-being helps you but also helps the people that are around you so your partner your family members your friends it helps them if you're in a good mindset in a good place because you've been looking after your well-being mm -hmm. they're also going to feel that as well they're mm -hmm. going to respond to that yeah. so i think it's very important in everyday life and not saying that i do what i say i'm going to do every single day by mm -hmm. no means at all but also it's good to just check in how am i feeling today how's my heart feeling how's my body feeling what's my mind saying to me just checking in with yourself because if you don't you can forget about being present in yourself and i think that's what well-being very much is about being present checking in with yourself making sure you're okay mm -hmm. and you can get on with your day you can get on with your week and you can feel like a badass if you're yeah. really into your well-being a badass badass yeah. i love that I love that level of, um, you know, a lot of people talk about it in the well-being world as kind of setting intentions for the day. And yes. it's really it's really true, isn't it? Like once you set out what you'd like to do today and what you'd like to achieve, even if they're really small, I don't really believe in, you know, oh, that's just a small thing or that's just a big thing. Whatever it is that you want to do, if you get it done, it's just that sense of fulfillment and satisfaction at the end yes, of the day isn't an it? achievement you've achieved yeah. something that you yeah. promised yourself that you would do yeah small you trust yourself more yes <laughs> yes we don't trust ourselves enough do we mm -hmm. um yeah little wins i call them little wins i love them yeah whatever i love that a little win um so in terms of um our industry in the last couple of years has been really really tricky and it's been really hard for so many people um if it's okay with you i'd love to just delve into how the last couple of years have been for you and how that journey has presented itself to you where you were what happened and, and maybe where you are now absolutely of course so at the start of lockdown it was just a bit of a shock also before the shock happened because i think that was the realization and then we went into shock so as soon as we found out that theaters were on lockdown that recalls finals for myself were going to be postponed slash cancelled for a while we thought everything's going to be fine in a couple of weeks everything's going to be open again and we're going to be back to where we were mm -hmm. and everything's going to be fine I think a lot of people thought that, myself included. And then obviously as the months went on and we got closer and close, closer and closer to, you know, winter time, nothing was open again. That's when we all felt like we were grieving for our industry. I know when I spoke to a lot of my friends in the industry and myself included, and I'm not ashamed of this at all, some days i felt so low that i couldn't get out of bed that i would stay on un under the covers for as long as i could dribbling at netflix um because <laughs> as well as um so performing wise that's that's my job also on the other side just to keep my bill bills coming in um as when i'm out of um a show or a job at the time, I do social media marketing. 
and also telemarketing. So I'm a telemarketing manager as well as a social media marketing manager. Now, those industries were also hit because no one was working from their office. Mm -hmm. Everyone was sent home to work from home, to work remotely, which is what I do. But when your job is predominantly speaking to a CEO or a director of a business, you're not gonna get their landline. Um, so for me, a lot of that work disappeared. All my clients fell one by one by one. I couldn't get universal credit because my husband earned a certain amount during the week, but that wasn't still enough for both of us to pay our rent and our bills. Um, and I'm very much that person. I need to pay my way. I'm not going to sponge off my husband. I know we're a partnership, Yeah. but for me, I like to pay my way. I like to make sure that I'm keeping again, what I'm honoring, I'm keeping that and I'm going to pay my bills. I'm going to pay my rent. And it also saves the arguments, you know, because money can make those who love each other argue like cats and dogs. And I don't want that because me and my husband have such a tight, supportive, incredible relationship. So, um, I got a job in Sainsbury's for a bit. It was not great. Um, I've worked in retail on and off for years, uh, which hasn't been a problem. However, for me, um, I, I started to get incredibly anxious and I suffered a few um, anxiety attacks and panic attacks because people weren't wearing masks. People weren't adhering to that social distancing rule inside a shop where everyone's got their hand in your face, trying to reach for the cheese, reach for the milk. It got a bit too much for me. So. I left that job, you know, I spoke to my husband, I said, I'm really not in a good place uh, mentally. I'm going to have to leave this job, meaning we're going to have to rely on your paycheck, which killed me. I can't even tell you mm. how horrendous I felt with that. Um, and he is so beautiful and so incredible that he said, of course, I, I can't have you feeling like this you know i was in tears i couldn't breathe it was it was quite quite something um so anyway fast forward a couple of months later the government mentioned that outdoor theater could be a thing and because my husband is the producer of the british touring shakespeare and i've cast for him for the last six years for his plays um as well as various tours that he's done we contacted a few venues that were up for some outdoor theatre and we performed Two Gentlemen of Verona, Shakespeare's Two Gentlemen of Verona, at I think it was nine or ten venues during that summer of 2020, mm. which was incredible. Amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Um, so you're happy in one sense, but you're also feeling guilt that other shows aren't open, that your friends aren't on that stage where they love to be. So it was a real, it was a real knife edge. Um, and it was really tricky to be happy for myself. I, I was proud of what we yeah. achieved, but part of me still felt so much guilt that my other friends were not doing what I was doing. Yeah. That, that's mm. just part of my makeup. I, I feel guilt yeah. and I feel shame very quickly. I think it's part of my ancestral line 
good old Hungarians yeah. and their uh, Eastern <laughs> European ways, um, as I've learned. Um, so I would say, I mean, during those two years, it was like a roller coaster up and down. My emotions were up and down. This is exciting. No, that's terrible. This mm -hmm. is going to be great. No, that's awful. Um, I, all of us couldn't hug or see our family and friends. I'm a very tactile person. When you meet me, I will squeeze. <laughs> I will just like tickle your nose. I'll stroke your face. I'm very tactile. And for two years, I couldn't do that. Yeah. And that really gutted me too. Then I contracted um, COVID around um, winter time in 2020. And it was one of the worst things I've ever been through in my life. I thought falling down escalators at London Bridge was quite awful, uh, being covered in blood and, uh, you know, smacking my coccyx in. But <laughs> COVID was something else. Um, but it really taught me how to surrender. Mm. I used to be that person who would have to be in control. You know, I would probably wind up all my agents, calling them and, and emailing them. Have you heard anything back? What's going on? I need feedback. I need this. I need that. I was that person. And now looking back, apologies to all those agents <laughs> that I worked with. Um, <laughs> but that's that's who I was. And I accept that. But nowadays, I'm very much... What will be, will be. Mm. I know the universe has my back. I know my body has got me. Mm. My, What my body went through during that COVID time could, could have left me a different person. Yeah. But my body was so strong. It had me through all of that. It supported me. And gosh, I, you know, I, I just couldn't feel, I couldn't feel more grateful mm. for how my body protected me and raised me up and lifted me when I needed it. Mm. It was, it was pretty incredible. Mm. Um, I know I'm a resilient person and I know that I'm still going to be resilient through and through, yeah. but there's going to be an air of patience. There's going to be a lot of surrender. Mm. I think what is meant for me, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think this is a real key point that so many people have, not just um, with COVID, but with other kind of really huge life changing things that have happened in their life. There's a moment where you have to surrender to it. You don't have to give into it. That's a very different thing. No, no it's yes. different. You have to surrender to it. And then that what that does is just allows you to lean into what it is that you need to do at that time you're not going oh well whatever you know like a real give in it's a surrender mm -hmm. it's that i i can lean into you and i know that yes i, trust. I know you've got me i trust exactly mm. yeah and i i never used to be that person mm. i'd always say oh oh great i've got a cold brilliant well done well done body you've got another cold because you're working in theater ah oh, poor me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Whereas when I got COVID, it was very much, okay, body, I know you've got me. I trust you. Mm. I am going to get through this. Um, so as well as being incredibly ill with um, COVID, because it was quite traumatic, mm. um, we don't need to go through into the details, but um, I lost a huge amount of hair for three to four months 
and then during that time I also lost my voice um I couldn't speak mm. or sing um it was quite terrifying mm. I there were moments there where I thought oh god okay <laughs> I I feel lost mm. I'm not myself I lost my identity because I lost a lot of my hair and I lost what makes me me my voice yeah all the singing that I do all the hilarious accents all my impressions that I do you know um my yeah I, I very much felt like I'd lost my identity but luckily with help through people that I met online like yourself mm. I joined communities where we would just talk about what we're going through and we would feel a certain amount of support mm. um because obviously people in the industry were mourning and grieving for their shows and their contracts mm. they were absolutely terrified thinking they're never going to get back on stage again mm. i wasn't in that place so i couldn't really offload what was going on for me mm. medically or mentally or mm. physically because we wouldn't have quite you know been on the same level mm. That's why I would call my friends and I would listen to them and I would just send them love and send them hilarious gifts, um, gifts, not gifts, gifts, <laughs> gifts and gifts. Um, but you know, I would try and raise them up as much as mm. I could because I knew how low they were and I hate seeing my friends and family low. It just, it breaks yeah. my heart. Um, but what I was going through, not a lot of people could resonate with. Yeah. Of course they couldn't. A couple of my friends who got COVID had a bit of a sniffle, couldn't taste or smell for a couple of days and yeah. others were fine and asymptomatic. So we couldn't have that conversation. Mm. Whereas I joined communities that had been through mm. similar to what I had been through. Um, and we just absolutely supported each other. Mm. I also very much um, found myself in my spiritual element. I've always been quite a spiritual person, but part of that ego has always thought, what are people going to think of you if you do start buying crystals, if you do start meditating, if you're obsessed with affirmations and um, all these types of things, you know, saging the house, smudging crystals, spells, you know, good yeah. spells, being basically a, a white witch. Um, I was always afraid of what people thought and very much what I went through with COVID and those two years that we've all been through, mm. it really made me reassess and go, but that's me, I'm spiritual. Mm. So I have to own that yeah. and not be afraid of it, not hide it away because I'm doing myself a disservice and my soul a disservice. Mm. So it, it's been up and down, it's been up yeah. and down. Um, Thank you so much for just sharing that so honestly, because, you know, the, what you said was like so on brand for what I'm trying to do as well. So because you were going through something that was really different to so many other people's experiences around you, what you found yourself doing was finding a community where you could talk to people and talk being the underlying bold highlight mm. word here. It's having conversations talking and getting free of judgment going, free, free of judgment free of judgment and someone going 
God, I, I didn't know anybody else felt like that. I don't feel alone anymore. If just one person listens to this and goes, God, that was me. Oh God, I'm, I'm absolutely not alone. No, you're absolutely not. And that is the key is, is, you know, you finding a community of people you could talk to just yeah. make you feel seen. And, and it, mm. it, it's a, a support, like you say, a support that you needed. You needed yeah. to be held by anyone really mm. who, who felt. Yeah, because my different. husband, like I said, is incredible. And he also contracted COVID at the same time. Mm. Um, but it didn't affect him the way it did me. He's not asthmatic. I'm slightly asthmatic, but now because of COVID, I'm fully asthmatic. Mm. Um, so he didn't quite understand what I went through, mm. but he saw it. Yeah. So in his mind, the poor man was like, I don't know what I can do for you. Yeah. He, he just wanted to call the ambulance. And I said, no, because my body's got me. Yeah. I'm going to be okay. I've got this. But my gosh, you know, he would go out and get me things that I needed. He would go online and find out whether other people have had the same symptoms as me. You know, because before it was only five symptoms, I was ticking about 19 of them Yeah. during that point. Um, so as much as my husband is so incredibly loving and supportive mm. and my God, my angel, um, he couldn't quite yeah. understand that. Yeah. Um, but now that I am very much into my spiritual side and I am a spiritual goddess. Yeah, you are. My, um, my husband's very much into it. He's yeah. got quite a few crystals. Love he loves it. meditating with me. <laughs> Love that. Um, so he's really, that's brought that out of him too. Yeah. And he didn't need to. I said to him, you know, do you, what do you think about this? Do you think it's a bit woo woo, you know? And he said, no, absolutely not. The proof is in the pudding. Yeah, it is. Where you were winter 2020 to now where you are now, Luce. Worlds apart. Yeah. And that's from trusting myself, trusting my body, but also really connecting with my spiritual soul. Mm. We love your husband. Let's give him another shout out. We love you. <laughs> Andrew Hobbs. Hello, Andrew Thank Hobbs. You. Love you. You see, it's, it, it's so interesting. He's out on a run at the moment. but <laughs> see? He's setting his attention for the day and he's doing it. Um, what a good man. Um, yeah, Incredible. there's quite a few conversations I have with people saying, you know, as much as you want to involve your your partner, your best friend, your mom, your dad, whoever it is that you confide in, there's only so much holding up that they can do for you. Because actually, mm. if if they're the only person that you confide in and the only person that you talk to, it becomes really heavy for them. And that's not to say that he wouldn't, or any of our our loves wouldn't be there for us completely, but it becomes overwhelming for them. And actually finding a community like you did or even you know anybody who's going through something and struggling reaching out and talking to someone um, I spoke to Mary Birch on the podcast the other the other day who's obviously the lovely industry minds um, I spoke we, to her a couple of weeks back and I've been meaning to get in contact again but well, she's it, wonderful she's absolutely incredible isn't yeah. she? she she's a counsellor yeah. um and I've always always been that person that said I'm fine yeah I'm okay. I don't need this. I've, I've in the past felt ashamed mm -hmm. to go to therapy, to, to speak mm -hmm. out what's 
what's going on um but actually when i spoke to her a couple of weeks back mm -hmm. we had the best conversation yeah there were some real shifts there were some real eye-opening moments and i've been meaning to get in contact with her again but also i'm 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 in a good place yeah good things are happening um everything's improving um yeah. so when i lost my hair my my incredible mother um sent me some details for a guy in victoria um gary at the um hair loss clinic and i've been on treatment hair treatment since april uh last year mm. and it's it has grown it is healthy yeah i mean i i never had all of this all of this has just improved yeah. vastly my breathing's got better my urticaria there's a little bit popping up here as i'm talking because i'm hot yeah. um so so things things yeah. are getting better um my relationships are getting better i am being authentically me yeah. and things are really starting to ground and just mm. i'm feeling less in limbo than yeah. i was and a typical gemini don't like being in limbo <laughs> she's either up or down she's yeah. not in between that's that's not a place so yeah. feeling incredibly grounded and so grateful yeah I'm so grateful for so much yeah and i think that's a common theme isn't it that we we're all actually thinking about where we are right now and, and where it could have been see my voice just went there because it felt really emotional to say that um yeah it does it, oh, man. <laughs> it does it it feels like there's so many people who um do feel grateful and it's good to feel grateful we're not going yes. oh wow look at us everything's amazing it's not that kind of gratitude it's it's grateful for the little things that other people aren't enjoying right now and and mm. and, and how you know yeah there's some horrific things happened and you've been so open and honest with with all the things that have happened but like you said before it could have been so much worse in the it moment could. that won't help you because it's feeling horrific for you but it mm. could have been and and I, I wonder I, I just wanted to ask you where do you think that level of strength comes from within you and that resilience where is that something that was instilled with when you were younger like where do you or have you built it on the way interested to know where it comes from wow that's a really good question um i would probably say it comes from being brought up by a very strong hungarian passionate woman my mother she's incredibly strong and my father who's english he's an incredibly strong-willed person too um i think just being brought up by the both of them they were incredibly resilient with their aspirations their achievements their goals i then just i, I think i just took that on from them mm. so when i was um growing up and obsessed with theater i mean i i think i was about four or five years mm. of age when i saw my dad on stage and apparently my mum said I tapped her on the shoulder and said, Mummy, that's what I'm going to do. I want to do that. Um, so I did all the dance classes, all the drama classes, all the singing classes, all the exams. Every single day after school, I had a rehearsal for either a variety show, a talent competition, a play, a musical. Um, every single day, I just had something to do with theatre. Mm. Um, and I think that 
resilience was from when you're when you're a kid you've got so much confidence you know you are just a ball of i can do everything and anything and i'm not going to feel regret mm. i'm not going to feel shame i'm not going to feel i mean sadness you fall over you're grazing you're going to get a bit sad yeah. but i think with something like something you really want to do and you know you can do it you've just got this strength within you that says i can do anything i want and as a child i was very much that child <laughs> my parents say it to this day whatever you wanted to do loose you did and you achieved and you made sure it happened um and then i think as i got older as well going to college going to auditions i realized that casting wise because i'm five foot ten i've got quite a, a mature voice i'm usually seen for the older cover roles and unfortunately leaving um lsnt i studied at lsnt um leaving from there i was far too young so i knew from then there would have to be resilience going forward because even my college said darling you'll make it when you're 30 when you're 32 or 33 and i worked during that time during that time i was waiting to sit into my casting as they say mm -hmm. um and i did some fantastic plays i did some cruise ships i did some operas it was wonderful but the uk tours the west end jobs that i really wanted to do I didn't get there for 10 years after graduating at LSMT. And to this day, my friends and my industry colleagues just say you are so resilient and such an inspiration for keeping going all that time for 10 years. And I said, I know I would, I'd get upset. Of course I would. Yeah. And I'd be absolutely gutted to not get those jobs that I really wanted and thought that I could do, but the right thing was going to come at the right time yeah and i knew that and i just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and on the day of me and my husband uh putting our deposit down for our um beautiful wedding venue which was the globe theater on south bank beautiful. there's um there's like a rooftop almost uh restaurant called the swan um which is connected to the globe and we put our deposit down for that beautiful venue I got the call there and then that day you've got wicked okay i was like <laughs> like literally i i remember it like it was yesterday i screamed i swore at my agent i was in tears of joy yeah but i just i couldn't believe it it had finally something had gone okay done there we go well done you've been pushing and pushing and pushing wow since college yeah and you did it and it was amazing. So yes, I don't know. I, do you know what? I really wish I would know where the resilience is from, but I can only say it's watching my, my parents growing up Yeah. and then being challenged throughout my teens and my early twenties with various things, relationships, yeah. um, that definitely just instilled something in me mm. that I just have to keep going no matter what faces me. I've got this and I will come through.
I love that. Honestly, when you said that, I just got chills through my body. I was like, <laughs> imagine that all happening on the same day. But that's it. And, and it goes back to what you said as well. You trust and the universe has got your back and you trust. Yes. And, it's, yes. and it will happen. Um, yeah. Which is, oh, oh, my God, I love it. Um, <laughs> you mentioned before, so we're, we're just kind of coming towards the end. And I always like to leave the listeners and the watchers with um, some real top tips. And you did mention before about um, meditation. So what I'd mm. love for your top tips is things that you maybe do that take time for you. So a little bit of self-care, what is, what would be your top tips just for slowing down the pace of fast life? So there's a couple of things I do. Um, and the first one that comes straight to mind is actually going out in nature. Mm. I go for walks in a beautiful woodland um, area that's just a couple of minutes down the road. And I just sit on a tree bark somewhere, listening to either my favorite song or listening to a podcast about manifestations or about well-being or about spirituality or or anything. I love listening to podcasts. I listen to them all the time. that is so lovely just to be grounded in nature whether the sun's shining or not it doesn't matter you can just feel that energy Mm. from the ground and from the trees it's it's absolutely incredible and you're on your own for a bit it's so important to just be on your own when you want to give yourself all that self-love and that self-care it's it won't work if you're with someone else you're going to get distracted you're going to want to have a conversation um i would also do bath rituals which i love bath rituals are beautiful just find some fantastic bath foams salts bombs um there's some lovely bits and pieces from bath bay they're absolutely incredible uh via insta they've got a new launch soon with delicious things so i'm looking writing forward to that, that down, bath. writing that down Bath Bay, B-A-E. Oh, nice. Um, there's another one. Uh, they're in Ireland, and it's Milk Bath. I think it's Milk Bath, Milk Bath, I-E. Um, they're pretty incredible. I always pop some chilled music on, whether mm-hmm. that's empowering, whether that's uh, manifestation playlists that I've sourced myself via itunes or or spotify um and meditation is best in the morning so as soon as you wake up pop a meditation session on get a candle on light a candle close out the world and just be with yourself and check in with your body meditation is fantastic for that affirmations Mm. i normally write down three affirmations in the morning uh however i'm feeling so i could say today's gonna be a wonderful day i'm so grateful for the blue skies i'm so grateful for this roof over my head i'm so grateful for my gorgeous sleep that i just had i'm grateful for my beautiful husband um various things like that or the other affirmations would be i am a queen i am worthy i've got this i am a magical goddess i manifest everything that comes into my life the universe has my back i love me i am love i am light i'm strength i'm power i'm magic 
I'm fizz, I'm sparkle, I'm glitter. What, whatever just comes up, it's, mm. it's just so lovely. Why shouldn't you say beautiful things about yourself? You say beautiful things about your friends and family all the time. Why don't you say it to yourself? Because your heart goes, oh, thank you. That feels <laughs> nice today. And it thanks yeah. you for it. Mm. Um, uh, what else would I do? Yoga, Pilates, mm. stretching, yeah. just stretching out and just giving your body a, a beautiful flow where again, your heart fizzes and your body thanks you for it. Mm. I think that's really important. Um, and journaling. Yeah. So that could be a gratitude journal. I've got so many of them. They're just filled with all the things. Um, <laughs> or you could um, journal about some tough things that you're going through. Mm. Because when you read them back, you actually think to yourself, no, because if I look at it at, in a different way, it's never as bad as what I think it is. Mm. So it's really important to do that. Yeah. Um, and just and watch what makes you laugh i always say this when you're not feeling well laughter is the best medicine watch some, i love disney watch your disney watch your musical theater yeah. um watch comedy watch rom-coms if you like a horror watch a horror just anything that you love to do and the final thing is whatever that inner child inside of you is desperate to do do it so when I was younger, I used to skate. Like I, I started skating when I was three, apparently, as you do in sit Cup. <laughs> I started skating at the age of three and then carried on skating pretty much like every weekend, whenever I could find time, I would be on my skates till I was about 16, 17. Mm. Then I had an accident, dislocated both my ankles, <sighs> couldn't quite get back on them again and always had that fear of, would I hurt myself again? I bought some couple of months back and honestly the feeling literally just the light that I feel that comes within and out of me when mm -hmm. I'm on my skates is just amazing oh, I love so whatever that. you love to do as a kid that you think oh I can't do that anymore you used to paint uh you used to draw you used to sew um you used to write poetry you used to write songs do it because oh. my goodness your body will just, it will light up. It will be yeah. so, so happy that you did that. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. We are so happy for you and so thankful for all of those tips that you've given us. And I so agree with all of them. Like just for me, journaling is a huge thing. I always write yeah. stuff down in the morning, just getting it out of my head and onto the page. And I love that extra reframing of go back and read it. it and it's mm. never as bad when you go back and read it. I absolutely love that. Um, thank you so much for your time. And what I my can't pleasure. wait thank for. Thank you for yours. <laughs> what I can't wait for is seeing you in person and you giving me a squeeze and a tickle on my oh. nose. That's what I can't wait for on a stroke I'm on my nose. I'm going to tickle. <laughs> We love you so much. Thank you so much. I love you. A light in our world. Um, and, and you, and you, Manny, my goodness me. Thank you, you so angel. Much. Thank you. Thank you for being part of this Wellbeing with Manny community. It really means a lot to me that you can spare some of your precious time to listen to these conversations. Please share this episode with anyone you think would benefit from hearing these open and real conversations. Remember, talking is key.
who will you have a conversation with?